0: Every one of us is different. Every one of us has a different personality, and I think it would be wrong to cover it because you believe that by acting like another one, you can be better. No way. At the end of the day, your personality will come out. Therefore, you need to work inside yourself to try to improve the, the points that you know in front of the mirror that you have to improve.
1: Okay, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Today, here with Stefano Domenicali. Thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you, Nico. And uh, thanks very to
0: everyone that is uh, listening and watching.
1: Yeah, so a very busy time here in Geneva, eh? so we appreciate. Only 20 minutes we got, usually the podcast is one hour, one and a half, so today we're going to do, just like Lamborghini, the high-performance version of podcast, right? That is great, <laughs>
0: I mean, intensity, you know, that's connected to the emotion, so that's good. Perfect. We start, I want to jump back into
1: the past a little bit, so you were boss of Ferrari, Ferrari Formula One, and you became world champions. Can you take us through a little bit the emotions, the passion of, uh, of being the head of this incredible Italian company?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm a very privileged and lucky, because as always, when you live this kind of emotion, uh, uh, you know, are really something unique that you need to bring home and uh, uh, try to use for the moments that is not always like that. Because when you're winning, everyone is, uh, you know, above all in Ferrari and in Italy, you can imagine, and Nico, you know very well that, you know, consider you like a hero. But you need to remember that uh, you are a normal person that has to the, the duty of managing people uh, and uh, that uh, have uh, a great responsibility. Positive emotions uh, were incredible. The are sculptures in my mind uh, and this is great. But uh, as I said, this moment uh, made me stronger in moments that uh, the situation was not the same. When you are second, losing championship for one, two, three points, because that was the magnitude on which later on we lost the championship. You know, it helps to show to yourself, first of all, when you're looking into the mirror, that, uh, you know, there is always thinking positively that you can take to the next step because that's really our life. You know, when you win, you believe that it's normal and it's given for granted. And uh, this is not true and you need to know very, very well. And, uh, but that's our, the beauty of being in that business, the beauty of uh, having day, having a new challenge. Every day try not to be happy on what you did because you can do another step and this is something that you you you, you, you need to learn and uh, the emotion that I and the experience that I have when we won really were beneficial to me to understand how to manage you know, the, the, the difficult moment of the career.
1: So for me, this is interesting because I, I now asked you about the, the beauty of it and straight away in your answer, there was 50% explaining how tough uh, it also is, yeah? It is, um, it is our maybe, life. Maybe can you explain that side a little bit more? I mean, you were God, more or less, in Italy, yeah? Because you were running this team, you won the championship 2007 with uh, Raikkonen, you were the boss. You're, I think for the Italians, you are close to God. There's the Pope, come sure. on, there's the Ferrari racing team of which you're the boss, yeah? yeah, yeah. The whole nation is behind you. Can you explain the, the pressure that comes with all these expectations? And, and of course, they think, okay, you have to win all the time. Yeah. that's that's possible. That can you explain this a little bit and, and how you've then managed to learn to deal with them a little bit better, even if it remains,
0: of course, super, super hard? I think that uh, you learn uh, that on the job to understand how you can uh, have the, your impact in the way that you are in that world. Because uh, what I don't want uh, to do, and I do believe is wrong, to cut and paste models that uh, you have uh, studied or are, uh, you, you are interested in learning. Because at the end of the day, every one of us is different. Every one of us is, has a different personality. And I think it would be wrong to cover it because you believe that by acting like another one, you can be better. No way. At the end of the day, your personality will come out. Therefore, you need to work inside yourself to try to improve the, the points that you know in front of the mirror that you have to improve. Therefore the, the positive uh, energy that uh, uh, when you're winning something is bringing home are helping you to get stronger in that respect. Because if you don't have this kind of approach, then uh, it would be a big problem in the difficult times. And I'm, uh, you, you touch a very important point, when you are in such a certain position you cannot be happy at all when you achieve your result because you know that the day after, that is already <laughs> part of your memory. It's that's part hard. of your life. And that's very hard that's because hard. That's, that, that's, in a way, it's the beauty of, uh, of that job because uh, today you achieve something, tomorrow another step. And uh, this is something that uh, sometimes when you look back, you need also have the chance to relax a little bit and say, you know what, we did something that is unique. And, uh, but you don't get the time to do that in Formula th- One. That is the problem. That is the problem. Yeah, and, and now it's even <laughs> more frequent in terms of racing. The, the, the pressure is very high, and, uh, and you're right. But you know what I can bring home from my experience is that you should take the breath and uh, and really the level of achievement that uh, we had the privilege to take, were unique. So this is what you would tell
1: yourself when you were now, if you look back and you're 35 again. Yes. Your, your lesson to yourself of
0: 35 is take the time, enjoy what you have achieved. Yeah? Yes, because you are in a circus that you don't stop. Uh, every second is, uh, you are in this kind of uh, situation that y- y- you are like uh, in, in a volumetric uh, you know, s- movement that uh, you don't stop, you don't have the chance to, to realize And this is, I think, that's something that I learned back. Take the time to say, okay, let's have a break, breath, and uh, enjoy.
1: So a a quote is, F1 is a circus. Just take that home, everybody who's listening.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) F1 is a circus. Um, It's true. Because at the end of the day, you know what? You believe that uh, everyone is uh, centric to that world. And when you step out, but your heart is still there, you understand there is a lot of things that are around the world that are very interesting, very challenging. But, you know, we were born there. And it will be a mistake not to consider that.
1: Yeah. Um, Toto. Message for Toto. Uh, you, you, can, you can think, yeah, He's, he is like you were, king of the world. And now in testing it seems Ferrari is faster. Wh- how do you think? I mean, the pressure for him must be absolutely insane, no? Everybody expects he has to keep winning. And it looks like
0: Ferrari is ahead now. What do you think? I think that Toto has the experience to, to manage it. Uh, for sure he knows that, uh, what I said before, what has been achieved is already in the, in the drawing. Here, closed. It's part of the history, but the people is uh, expecting that because you were uh, able to achieve such an incredible results year by year. Now it's normal that you can be the the, the strongest also this year, and uh, I think that this year, uh, even if I have to say also last year the challenge was very high. You know Ferrari seems to be very competitive, and I think that uh, the, the the fight uh, the sportive fight on that side will be even more interesting for us that we are watching with, the, with, the, with the not uh, any interested uh, position in that, in, the, in, the, in that situation. But uh, he has to manage that. He knows how to manage. He has uh, drivers that, uh, for different reasons, have uh, something to show. And uh, he will have, of course, a big fight with the Ferrari drivers, though, a new couple, uh, very interesting. Be, I'm, I'm looking forward to see that.
1: As an ex-team manager, you're looking forward to the team internal Ferrari
0: fight, though. No? <laughs> now with, all, <laughs> the, with all the teams. <laughs> you know, I have to be very honest uh, yeah. on that respect. Uh, you know I understand from the sporting perspective, when you have uh, freedom of racing, it is something that is more spectacular. But from a team perspective point of view, I wouldn't be in a position to then consider the point that you have lost because you didn't manage the, the relationship with the drivers. Because, of you
1: know I know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> we lost a couple along the way. <laughs> uh, if I can jump to, you were team manager of Michael Schumacher in the biggest years. Yes. One lesson for life you learned from being so close to him. It has been an incredible uh, guy
0: in that position when he was a, a world champion for so many years for us in Ferrari. Uh, it has been a guy that I was never happy about the fact that he wants to win. He wanted to, I always said that one example, he was able to put a rally on the performance of him while he was driving, try to understand, Slowly. slow down, slow down, down yes, uh, in a frame by frame, the analysis on how he can improve his performance and how the car, so the team, so the engineers can improve the performance of the car. He was the one that activated with the engineers, you know, the different uh, switches, on uh, try to exploit the maximum performance in brake balance, in uh, driving mode, in uh, all the settings that now are so many. And uh, this is something that we need to bring home. And the other thing that is very important for the team perspective point of view, he has never, ever accused the team for any problem that he had. And he could have the chance to do it. I remember 1999 when he had a problem in Silverstone when he crashed he and the leg uh, broken. It was a problem, unfortunately, that a you know, bolt was not tight enough on the brakes. But you never heard anything negative and say you know the team uh, did a mistake so that's something that you bring home and you will have all the troops all the people that will fight even stronger for you in that situation.
1: So, so the two lessons would be then really attention to, to taking every, detail. every possible detail and step of improvement huh? and not just focusing on the big steps. This is one common trait among, among the great uh, achievers. Huh? I think that, that really is the, 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 all the point. All the tiny steps.
0: Tiny step, are, are making like the that? difference. Absolutely. Are you like that I in, need in Lamborghini now? We need to do it. Yeah. And that's why I think that now we are in a process of growing in terms of attention, in terms of brand awareness. It's something really cool. And, uh, you know, if I may, Nico, today there is uh, correctly a lot of attention with, the new, with our industry in the, in the mobility approach of our car industry. But Lamborghini is representing something different. Of course, uh, in terms of uh, value, in terms of what you want to have from this experience, and what you want to have uh, from this car. And you can see an interesting dichotomy. From one side, you see mobility growing, you see young generation, normally are less interested in driving cars. From our side, the young generation are more and more focused on our brand. So they love our cars. We see the success we are having in the social media that is growing incredibly fast. We have we see the interest in all the things that are related to the young generation. Therefore, two things can live at the same time together
1: but that's a really a testament to the performance you're doing that you're managing even though people are leaving the interest of cars you're building it up at the moment eh? yes yes. which is fantastic what you're doing for the passion of the of the brand apparently eh? and how this disruption in mobility is coming can you talk a little bit more about how you're planning to tackle that in in short because of course everything is going electric uh, but you're the ultimate
0: petrol head uh, outlaw brand how are you going to manage that transition what have you got planned i think that the plan is I would say pretty clear on our side, of course, we don't have to dilute the, what our customer wants from our side today. Therefore, in a couple of years, there is still a lot of interest of our cars with the, with the powertrain that we're having. But uh, it's, already decided, it's it has been already decided that the next step will be hybridization with our models. But for example, if we're talking about a Ventador, we're going to keep the V12 engine at the center of the new hybrid pr- yeah, powertrain. That's train. awesome. I love that. That is I, something I that will take in terms of performance. I cannot say now today, but in terms of uh, pure power ex-
1: performance, <laughs> acceleration. Uh, please, it uh, will
0: be something <laughs> awesome. strong, strong. Well, will be something cool. And
1: you're putting the hybrid, of course, on the front wheels, then, yeah. Yes. Okay, that's the typical uh,
0: best yeah, way to do the, it. And huh? as you know, the, the, the trade-off that we have to find is the hybridization is taking the car with a higher weight, you know, and the ratio weight to power is the point and is the challenge of the super sport car and that will be even for the electric car in the future because the you need to keep the lower the the center of gravity as lower as possible you need to make sure that you can save uh, weights in all the other area in order to make sure that the performance is is better and then that's really the challenge that our engineers are focused on for the future projects
1: Do you think you're going to be able to do all that technology in-house? Eventually? No,
0: no I would be wrong. I think that it, it will be important to develop what we need for our brand. We have the great uh, advantage of being part of a group that has a lot of technology, but uh, we cannot apply the technology that they used for uh, our volume cars or premium cars with us. So we need to work to see what is in the market, what is uh, our group is preparing. But, of course, what we were able to do t- today, for example, we were working... S- tremendously hard on the personalization, on the details on what was, let's say, a normal, if I may say, V8 engine, Urus, taking to another step in terms of driver dynamic, in terms of power. This is what we were working on our own, and this is what I'm going to do even for the future. So personalize the application of the technology that will come from the group is the things that will happen.
1: Okay, so in the Aventador, for example, it's, it could be an
0: Audi electronic hybrid system? Could be, but yeah. uh, it's still uh, still working on. Okay. But it's important to maximize, in any case, the value of our group in terms of technology, in terms of companies that we have. It's a great. Uh, things that we have, we cannot dilute that.
1: Of course, yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Urus, which is your biggest success story at the moment. Uh, for everybody listening on my social media, your team has allowed me to drive, drive it soon in a, in a test drive. Absolutely. Track. So we're going to be uh, hitting that hard on a, on a track somewhere, uh, hopefully on the dirt track. Can you tell us a little bit how this has been a, such a great success now for you as a company and how excited you are about this?
0: I mean, I think it's really we call it the game changer. Game changer because not only in terms of dimension, we doubled the size of our premises from 80,000 to 160,000 square meter in one year and a half. We have hired 700 people in less than two years. We have doubled the, v- the dimension in terms of volume with this car, but this car is a pure Lamborghini in terms of DNA. It's a super sport car dressed with an SUV. It's a, a car that is four or five seats, so you can go with your friends, with your with your family, uh, the first one after many years. And But if you want to have a different setting, you have all the same that you want. So you, you want to be on the Driving mode easy going. You have you can choose you can choose the Strada mode. All the naming are in Italian because we are an Italian brand. Then you can be sporty. You can be more aggressive. You can be Corsa. That will be full racing. Then will be um, Neve. So it's snow, gravel, Terra. So all the different setting that is taking the best way that the car can be driven by yourself. But it's a, it's a beast, 305 <laughs> maximum speed, 650 horsepower. So it is something that you're going to have a lot of fun. And by the way, next year we're going to launch a new championship for our uh, motorsport lovers because we want to create a, a, a series where we take care of the cars. We want to do 80% of uh, track, 20% of, of road. Customers are coming. They, they they come and enjoy the racing between themselves. So give another sporty dimension to this car that is really having a great success.
1: And th- you were talking just about the Urus. Oh, correct. Really? Yes. But so dirt track, uh, dirt yes. track stuff and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, will be,
0: it will be amazing. Hopefully, touching Wood will be great. We're going to present very soon the series and the championship, and of course you will be invited to try the car before anyone else.
1: That's cool. So my dad tried it recently on the dirt track with you, I think. In, in yes. Italy. He was planned to do three laps. After lap two, he stopped. Because he said on lap three he would have killed himself because <laughs> <laughs> it was so exciting. Was it so was excited. so exciting to drive. So that's the testament to the performance uh, of great. the Urus. Uh, Just to end up, can we just move on to leadership? You just said you you're uh, hiring like 700 people within one year. So this is huge. Can huge. you give us one one special leadership skill that you've learned um, that is now helping you to to run this incredible Lamborghini company,
0: which maybe can help us all um, to improve in our in our positions? I think that the, the, the beauty and the challenge is that uh, you have to integrate new, young, talented people in the different uh, area of the company. So we are talking about new technology, new process, new products, uh, uh, new competence that has to be mixed in the right way. What for me is important is to make sure that everyone of a single person that is coming has the right attention. From uh, myself, because we are a small company, we are today 1,900 people, and from the different people that have the responsibility of managing different areas. Therefore, attention to details, making sure that everyone has the chance to give the value, no matter is the role, has to be perceived as a a value creator. And uh, the company has to be structured in order to be and to listen that. So how have you done it that the little
1: guy in inverted commerce in technology can make his voice be heard? What is, is the, a matter of organization? But or is the there a, a one once a week or once a month yes. he can he can put and the manager if it's good passes it on all the way to the top or how? Yeah, it yeah it's
0: a process of uh, how we can make sure that the, the right talented people can have access to different positions. There is a process of uh, different possibility we can offer. Of course, depending on where you are, there is a so-called job posting that internally you can present yourself in order to. Do another step. Ah, cool. Yeah, there is internal growth that we manage. There is a formation program that is taking you to the leadership. There is a course where not only in terms of technical skills you are you are evaluated, you in terms of really relationship with the other people, in terms of the way you you are as a person. Because you know, we are a teamwork. We, can, uh, we cannot afford to have people that are uh, very, very special but not ready to work in an environment that has to take all the people working together. Your biggest strength, you care for,
1: for the people I around I do care you. about the people. that are Which within. is a great, great leadership uh, strength and very, very important, huh?
0: Thank you. I mean, yeah. that's for me the vital thing. Bec- uh, more and more today, where there is a, lo- a lot of offer in, in the market, the, the reason why we are so attractive and the turnover of our people is so low, it's because I do believe we have a great products, We have a great company, of course, but we have the right attention to the people that are working in our company. They have to be really proud of being together with us.
1: Okay, thank you very much for your time. Thank Uh, you, Nico. If you're listening for the first time, please subscribe to the podcast. Lots more cool action coming soon. Good luck, Stefano, with the future of uh, Lamborghini. Thank you. We're following and check out my Urus drive soon on on YouTube. Thanks a lot. We'll do it together. Bye-bye, everybody.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. Ciao.